You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Welcome, y'all. I am so excited to share this episode with you. It feels like I have been waiting for a full year to do this. As you know by now, I have been working tirelessly on a new meditation app called Shoreline. This app was originally envisioned by a fellow Atlantan. His name's Clint Jarvis. And Clint reached out to me about a year ago uh, with the prospect of working together. And I'll be honest, at first, I was completely hesitant. I mean, A, I didn't know Clint. And B, I wasn't entirely sure we needed a new meditation app. But then I found out who the other partner in this project was. None other than acoustic ecologist Gordon Hempton. Now, I already knew of Gordon because he was one of my very favorite interviews from the On Being podcast with Krista Tippett. His episode, Silence and the Presence of Everything, was so powerful, so beautiful and affirming of my own experiences in nature that I knew I had to take this opportunity to partner with him. Now, I've linked to that episode in the show notes, y'all. You should take a minute to go and listen. You will love it, too. So needless to say, Gordon was on board. I'm on board. Clint's on board. And so began an incredible partnership. For months now, Gordon and I have had weekly virtual conversations to sit together, to listen and discuss the sounds of the natural world around us. And I think the thing that I love the most is that when I listen to Gordon talk about his experiences of listening to nature, he uses the same words, the same feelings, the same experiential tones that I use when I talk about meditating. It is two entirely different pathways that lead to the exact same place, a place of awakening to the immense love of being alive. Now, as you know, I'm beyond passionate about offering meditation in ways that feel accessible and doable for all of us. No matter how busy, no matter how many kids, no matter how many struggles, we can all meditate. We are all capable of our own deep experiences. And I believe that Shoreline is giving us some new options to find our own pathways in. Within the app, you'll find two main options for listening experiences. There's a meditation tab. Here you're going to find practices that are written by me. Some of these will be completely familiar to you, just like the practices we do here together on the podcast. Some of them are really unique, different meditations that were created specifically for some of my favorite soundscapes from Gordon's library. Within our soundscapes tab, you'll have the option to explore incredible and unique sounds from nature. 
These are recorded with a microphone that is shaped like a human head. It records sound just as we hear it. I really encourage you to use headphones when you're listening to these sounds. It gives you a really full 3D experience as if you were in the space itself. You'll hear soundscapes from the hollowed out tree trunk of a Sitka spruce, a thundering lakeshore, a myriad of diverse shorelines. And these are all meant to simply be listened to. The sound itself is the anchor to the present moment. Both of our soundscapes and our meditations are inviting you into the same place, a place of true listening, of pure presence, and the resulting well-being that comes from being connected to both nature and yourself. I sat down with Gordon a few weeks ago to talk about the songs of spring and what is really offered in the opportunity of now. Let's take a listen together. Talking about spring is a very special feeling. So we'll have, I mean, and doesn't everybody feel it too? That it's like, but now we know that it's spring for a reason, right? That spring is because the earth is actually rounding that corner in its tilted elliptical orbit, right? And that, at least here in the northern latitudes at this time of year, that the sunlight is increasing, the earth is warming, and not only that, but the plants know already, and they prepared at the end of last summer building the flowers in miniature and the leaves in miniature so that their flower buds and leaf buds already prepared last year because the plants knew that we were going to round this corner and now they are just waiting for their turn, right? Their turn and the timing to be just right. And the plants which I really, you know, the plants are my spiritual leaders. That's why I studied botany as an undergraduate and um, have been following and listening to plants ever since to their wisdom because the plants don't lie. They tell us so many things. Some plants want heat and some plants want light as their signals to the time to go off. And the time to go off uh, follows, a, it's, it's a mysterious, almost hidden tide. The spring rains come, the rivers and streams all begin to flood, and so do the plants flood with their own sap coming up from the ground, delivering the food and the water for the busy work ahead. As soon as the flowers burst, right? And some on some plants, the flowers come before the leaves and on some plants, the leaves come before the flowers. They all have their particular strategy. But as soon as that those young, nearly silent, the leaves will not rustle those 
very supple, rapidly inflated leaves that were created last year. Fill with the sap, the solar panels stretch out, and you can hear the murmur of the insect wings, right? The boo. all matching their species. So when you listen to the murmur of insect wings, is it a pure tone? Is it a complex harmonic tone? That tells you all about the different species of winged insects that now act as pollinators and are rewarded by nectar. But it tells you also about the diversity of the flowers. And let's not forget, too, that we smell the flowers as well. Oh, it's just a time to take a deep breath. And all this while that the sunlight, the day length, has been reaching further and further north, it ushers in a wave of migratory songbirds they come to be rewarded by the insects, rewarded by the flowers. Even the hummingbirds make this fantastic journey. I don't know how it's possible. And they're jay-arcing the woo, and then the sudden dive, death-defying dive towards earth and the pullout at the last moment, wing, that they're right? To attract a mate. Amazing creatures, just amazing creatures. And the passionate songs of the males to attract their mate, right? And at first, it's not competitive, right? The first singing is like the rehearsal. Because these are not newborn birds. They lived last year and they had a chance to practice in the fall when the daylight matches the spring but our planet is headed on the opposite side of its orbit and so the singing doesn't continue the daylight of the fall was just the perfect match to stimulate the testosterone you know that which fuels the urge to sing and then, of course, into the season of darkness instead, the darkness, the season of silence. But now all of that is thawing and the day length is coming back. The testosterone surges and with it comes song and flight and dreams and passion. All the hopes are there and isn't it? just incredible that we hear it too, that we include their song as our music to our ears. I would not live in a place without songbirds. This is not a luxury. This is our calling as they've called to our ancestors before and guided them in our nomadic wanderings and explorations of the planet. 
It's their songs that we have followed. Our ears are tuned more perfectly to hear them than to hear each other. Something very magical is happening. Ask yourself, when you listen to the songs of spring, how do you feel? They remind us who we really are. And we need reminding. There is everything to look forward to. Simply because we are listening. And our feelings are our understanding, the only understanding we need. Let these creatures guide us. Let the wisdom of the plants, the spinning of the planet, our journey and the Earth's journey through the celestial sea. Everything is moving and everything has its own sense of time. The music of spring is as clear as any prayer and true listening is worship. So I would like to listen to now the songs of spring at Olympic National Park, the very sounds that are occurring right now and celebrate with everyone else, all those voices, all that space, the opportunity of now. We're in the whole rainforest and listening to individual Pacific chorus frogs. In the background, we hear the rush of the whole river as it echoes off the steep mountainside. Very light rain on the Salau leaves. The pure notes of the buried thrush and the murmur of a solitary bumblebee that lives in the ground builds its nest there, is out for the early salmonberry flowers. A place so pure 
that echoes count. Even here, the American Robin finds a home. The vine maples and the alder. The high-pitched twittering of the Pacific Rim. Unlike the Robin who sings out on a branch in bold form, the Pacific Wren hides in the hemlock boughs. A song so fast, we can't truly understand it. But science has slowed it down, and it's as complex as a humpback whale song. Think of it as nature's fax machine, another miracle. The light is on the canopy almost 300 feet overhead. The giant Sitka spruce, dug fir, western red cedar. Firm columns to nature's cathedral.
sooty grouse. It uses its wings. The woodpeckers hammering away tell us that there is actually still at least one dry log. Everyone is communicating. Everyone has its message and does it in its own way. to find the fizzes. that's the J oh yes the J arcing of the hummingbird wow what a dart rich in both oxygen and fragrance. to the puddles in this forest more than 12 feet of water descend from the sky during the winter months the ground is saturated leaking into the stream beds make beautiful dapples for my ears. These are not raindrops. These are drips from the moss drapes that hang over everything.
in this towering cathedral, there is yet another forest, only two inches in height, made from moss, lichens, mushrooms, and young seedlings. We've moved further down the valley, and we can hear the ocean's distant rumbling, and the red-winged blackbird at the margin of a pond, and the occasional surfacing of a fish to feed on the first insects. The crows belong to the corvid group which include ravens and jays. All of them proclaiming the largest ratio of brain to body. Incredible intelligence. But there is even a greater intelligence here. The land itself appears to be thinking. and speaking. Among all the journeys, the journey of water. And we listen to the Uzo also known as the American Dipper, who takes its song from the stream where it lives, feeding its young from the insects that it gathers from behind waterfalls and in the bottom of the fastest moving water, and will build its nest out of moss and constant spray, the oozer has all this song and it is just so much fun to listen to. 
it has as much to say as the stream. Gordon, that was lovely to listen to. Thank you. Mm. Oh, you're welcome. Those are some of my best mm. friends. You know, all of them. Not a bad word to say. Mm. You know, just so many happy voices. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this first little conversation and experience with Gordon as much as I did. There will be lots more to share with you both here on the podcast and within the app Shoreline. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the links and details. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces. And better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.